Welcome to the show. It's Brandon Burns. This is the Team Up podcast and vodcast show. If you're listening, a very big welcome to you and also welcome to this week's episode. We'll dive into that very shortly. But just to remind everyone and encourage you all to review us on the iTunes store, you can also find us on Spotify, Stitcher and many other platforms. And also you can visit us at teamupdigital.com.au and get in contact with us at info at teamupdigital.com.au. So that's enough from us for now, but on to the weekly show. But thanks again, it's Brandon from the Team Up Show, and enjoy. See you on the other side. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Team Up Show with Brandon Burns. Uh, It's great to have your company again, and with me today, I've got a very special guest on the podcast and our YouTube channel. It's the co-founder and CEO of Clan, Liam McFadden. How are you? Hello, Brandon. Very well, thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you on the show, man. So um, I think one of the first times I've done a podcast, so we'll see how yeah. this goes. No, nah, that's right. Well, for those of you watching on our YouTube channel, welcome back. It's good to see you. And those of you listening on our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and soon to be Spotify, it's great to have you back as well. And don't forget to rate and review us. So um, we are a startup podcast predominantly. We focus on startups and entrepreneurs and people embarking on their um, startup journey. So I thought it'd be really timely to get someone like Liam onto the show who's actually been one of the startups from Runway Geelong's uh, program here in Geelong. The Pioneer Program. The Pioneer Program, yes. So so you were cohort number one. Cohort number one. How long ago was this? Uh, Literally a year ago, we pretty much came into Runway just at the the end of May. Uh, And that was the start of the the program. And how quickly is that 12 months gone? It is just evaporated in a flash. It's just incredible how fast this has gone. And you you stayed on as a tenant, I believe. We did. So we went through a three-month accelerator, three-month incubator, and then... Just really enjoyed this environment so much, we just couldn't bear to leave. Yeah. Uh, so we allocated some spare, sparse budget yeah. uh, to hiring a bit of space at the back. And uh, we've remained here um, with the business, basically formally opening its doors in December last year. And we've been yeah. operating out of this environment now on a paid tenant basis since then. So Yeah, that's great. And um, Liam's startup clan, C-L-A-N-N, which I'll get him to tell you all about shortly, is, uh, as you've heard, one of the first startups to have been embarked upon here at Runway and is actually one of Enterprise Monkey's clients. So it'll be great to talk to you today also about your experience with Enterprise Monkey and the process in building your web application and website and helping you take your product to market. So um, for those of you watching and listening, I hope you enjoy this episode. We're going to get right into it. And something I, you'll, I like to do from the very beginning is to throw to our very special guest and give them the opportunity just to give our audience the opportunity to understand who you are, where you've come from and, and your journey to date. All right. Well, I'll go back from the beginning. Um, I came from Ireland, as you can probably tell from the accent. <laughs> yeah. Arrived in 1991, spent uh, 12 years working for a contracted services company doing uh, bids and tenders, and I was lucky enough to be able to travel all around Asia-Pacific and indeed America and even back to Europe again. So absolutely a fantastic experience, learned so much. Uh, After about 12 years of bids and tenders, I needed to do something a bit different, so I went into the field of consulting, and I've been working with clients since, helping with things like business cases, business plans, um, uh, business improvement and growth, and uh, a variety of other uh, services. Did that for about uh, close to 15 years now. And a couple of years ago, uh, my wife and I, uh, we have a little girl, and she was two at the time. So we just came into um, that part of life when you start thinking about childcare. And uh, we started looking around, uh, didn't really fancy all the big childcare centres, much preferred the kind of intimacy of uh, family daycare. So looked around where we were uh, at that point in time and just couldn't find anything we really liked. And um, 
that was accessible to us and that uh, fitted our needs. It was all too far away, too much rigid uh, fixed hours. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so it's all very difficult. So we had a lovely property at the time, uh, two houses on it. And my wife said, look, why don't we use one of the houses to actually provide a family daycare service ourselves? There's yep. obviously a need for it in the area. And she had a childcare background and social work background, and we thought, oh, this should be easy peasy. So she went through uh, the process, filling out all the application forms, and several weeks later, uh, got told, oh, no, you have to go back and do this new Certificate three training and become an what? educator, and it's going to take uh, many, many months and yeah. several thousand dollars. And she was saying, all I want to do is look after a child for a couple of days a week to be a companion to our little girl. How, uh, there's a childcare crisis. How can this be so hard? Right. And... Uh, um, we kept talking about it, um, and this was literally about two years ago. And at the time, I'd read a book uh, by Richard Branson. I don't know if you've ever read it, Losing My Virginity, where I read about uh, I Sir, Sir Richard. Read. Very, very good read. And uh, how after a long career in the music industry, he decided, I'm going to start an airline. And that, was, <laughs> that was his uh, problem to solve yeah. uh, with all his music industry experience. So I reckon, look, if he can do that, then perhaps Amanda and I can have a go at solving the childcare crisis here in Australia. So Amanda, your wife and co-founder Amanda's my wife, a co-founder of CLAN, as I say, background in uh, childcare and social yeah. work herself. So uh, she talked me into it. Yeah, And uh, away we went with this idea, which kind of grew and blossomed. And uh, we <clears throat> had some great ideas about, you know, the, the perfect childcare model. And yeah. we, you know, she was um, had an accommodation business at the time and okay. using a range of websites like uh, Airbnb. Yeah. I was a user of Uber. And so we were quite familiar with some of the online applications. Yeah. And we're saying, why can't you just be able to log in and actually search for a family daycare provider that you really like, that meets all your criteria, provides a service when you want it. And if you really like them, you should be able to go and meet them, have a chat, and then um, make a booking. Yeah. So you want to be able to book them direct, um, not go through an intermediary like a, a scheme or a council who might um, decide for you. We wanted yeah. to be able to decide ourselves. And so we started talking to lots of other parents, uh, and they basically shared our view that, yep, that's the way they would like childcare to be. Um, and so based on about six months of interviews and uh, meetings and discussions, we managed to put together a, a wireframe prototype and a very detailed blueprint of what was going to become the clown platform. Um, and then we were told how much it was actually going to cost to build, and we went, what? And uh, <laughs> it all came to a grinding halt. Yep. So um, I went back consulting, worked on a major project for about another um, eight months or so, yep. uh, and just kept an ear open to see if we could get into an accelerator program, uh, and particularly something that uh, might come with a bit of a grant. Yep. And eventually we discovered Runway Geelong. Yep. And, uh, we filled out the application here, got in. Um, we're very, very pleased that, uh, that to have been accepted. Mm -hmm. uh, we went through the bootcamp process, and I think that's when we came to the attention of Amir uh, yes. with Enterprise Monkey, who had a look at this and thought, hmm, that, that sounds interesting. I mm. might give that a bit of support. And <laughs> thank goodness he did. Yeah. Uh, so between the support we got from Enterprise Geelong um, here uh, in, in the city, and the support we got from Enterprise Monkey, um, Amir in particular, and uh, yeah. uh, some of the people he works with in um, the factory. Yeah. Uh, we were able to build um, our what we call the MVP. Yep. Um, so we so gave your the minimum viable product. Minimal viable product, yeah, which was the little blueprint we had. We went through the whole thing with Amir. We managed to refine the blueprint down to what we could actually afford to do with the budget that we had. Yes. Uh, Amir was, the team were terrific uh, in that. Um, and when we were good to go, they started to build, and it was a, a complex build. It took well over six months yeah. to actually build it, uh, but I have to say my experience of that, um, as a consultant, I've been through God knows how many 
yeah. uh, IT projects that uh, run yes. over time and over budget and what have you. Mm. Uh, this was a relatively very smooth uh, build process and we were just delighted with it. Uh, right. So, for those listening and watching and... Um, you know, some of those listening and watching may be parents. I know I am and I've embarked upon the whole childcare journey myself. And what I think is really important to note here is that you've obviously stumbled across a problem worth solving from your personal experience. And what I'm getting at there is I think it's important for startups listening that if they're going to um, experience something on a daily basis in their life that they know could be improved significantly or is, a, or is a decent problem, sometimes that's the best place to start when having an idea and thinking of what could I do to make a difference. And it's very interesting to hear that it's been born out of your direct experience. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, it, what it really means is that you feel passionately about it. Correct, yeah. And you have to have that passion to carry you through all the challenges and uh, difficult experiences the startup brings yes. to your life. It's uh, not an easy journey, yeah. uh, and you really need to feel passionately about it to carry you through. So, just to explain the concept simply and clearly to everyone at home, you've done a really good job of summarising there your experience and, and what you've built. So, if you're a parent and you potentially stay at home and you look after a child already of your own, Clan will then give you the, the ability to look after other people's children whilst caring for your own in order to make some additional income. Correct. Um, we've got uh, what we call two categories uh, of provider on the platform. One is a, a family childcare provider. Yes. Uh, and that's someone like uh, my wife, Amanda, who's got a really good background in childcare, but she doesn't have this new Cert 3 qualification. She yes. hasn't spent all the months and money to do it. And there's a lot of people are put off because of the setup costs. So, so, so if you want to run um, a childcare setup from home, you have to have that that particular certificate. You do. You do you also have to have done some kind of approval or process through the council? Oh, or? well, there's quite a rigorous approval process. So, uh, family daycare uh, educator um, to begin with, it's yes. different from a childcare centre. They're okay. usually people that operate from their home venue, mm-hmm. or they may be operating from a community venue, like community hall or church hall or something like that. Yes. Um, to become a family daycare educator working uh, from home, they have their own ABN. It's a small, independent little business. They're not employed by anybody. Yes. Uh, you have to have a working with children check. You have to have a police check. You have to have insurance. You have to have an independently verified home safety check. Um, so it's quite a rigorous um, process. And, and, to and all of those parts of the rigorous process... Um, can they easily be completed via the CLAN system? Yes, they can. Okay, uh, so awesome. we, right. we basically looked at everything that uh, government does and, and councils and schemes yes. and we researched it. Uh, what do they do um, to uh, create a family daycare educator that parents can trust and use? And we looked at all of the safety um, uh, issues that they mm-hmm. put them through. So we replicated all of that. So we yep. said, look, everything that's uh, safety related, we're simply going to do the same and, and try and go the extra mile to do even more. Okay. The only thing we, we uh, thought that was a bit unnecessary uh, was this new Cert 3 um, educator course uh, yep. to begin to offer a part-time um, childcare service, you know, 10, 20 hours a week. Um, we believed that in looking at um, all the regulations uh, around that, uh, that um, commercial children's services really are defined as caring for four or more children. So yep. we said, well, what if you're just caring for one, two or three, from, uh, like nannies and babysitters do? Uh, yep. Why can't you do that? And Well, you can. So why can't you do it from your own home? Well, you can. Yep. Uh, so we said, right, let's uh, set up so that um, 
uh, parents will have a choice of um, part-time occasional care providers. So we call them family child care providers. Yes. They've met all the safety criteria. Yes. Uh, the only difference is that they don't have a, a Cert 3 um, Okay. Uh, so, so I know, for example, in my scenario, my children go two days a week to a family. Well, it's a lady who runs childcare out of her home. Yep. And she has at any one time about five children. Um, and I think she runs a program that, probably most likely is through the council. Yes. So when, when you actually uh, get your Cert 3 qualification, then yes. you become officially a family daycare okay. educator. So how is CLAN different? CLAN allows you up to how many extra children aside from your own? We, we restrict people that if you don't have your Cert 3 qualification, yes. you are restricted to caring for a maximum of three kids, including your own. So if you already okay. have one, yeah. like we had with Alice... That's still pretty um, good. Some would say that's enough. Yeah. So uh, we would have cared for one or a maximum of two if yes. uh, we had operated... And then if you get that qualification, you if can If you take get the qualifications, to... just like family daycare educators okay. that are regulated, you can take it up to five or seven, depending on the age Beautiful. mix. Okay. And now, the other thing is that um, for, if, for families to be able to claim a rebate using the services of a family yes, daycare educator... Yes, that's an important thing. Yes, how important, do they do this? The educators have to be registered with a scheme or with a council. Right, okay. So do you help the educators that register on your platform take care of that process? Well, what we have is a, a, an entire pathway. So we call it Earn and Learn. What we're inviting is parents and grandparents that might be like Amanda. They're already caring for a child themselves. Yes. Uh, sometimes it can be easier caring for two or three. Uh, yep. They play with each other. They help entertain each other. And you can have very interesting little learning programs running with them. Yeah. Uh, so we thought, well, look, let's start off uh, with people like Amanda that want to put their toe into the um, ocean of childcare. Yep. Uh, so they do a basic training course, uh, four to six weeks, um, yep. including first aid and uh, to get mm. the real basics so that they start off with a real sound footing. We help them um, get the working with children checks, the police checks. You can do it all through the platform. You That's can purchase fantastic. the insurance through the platform. Yep. Uh, everything can be done uh, through the platform. Um, we can arrange the home safety inspections and uh, do yep. everything that needs to be done. So by the end of the four to six week program, you're basically uh, clear to open open your door uh, to yes. begin to provide care for up to a maximum of three kids. You've got a profile on the clan platform that uh, families can access. Um, so, uh, so far, so good. Yeah. Now, we also, uh, through the, one of the wonderful things that happened while we were here, going through the Accelerator program, is we got introduced to the iconic Australian brand, Life Be In It, mm-hmm. uh, and also an affiliate of theirs called the Education Professionals. Yes. And we discovered that for the last couple of years, uh, they have also been working on childcare uh, from a couple of different angles. Um, the education professionals wanted to introduce uh, really high quality early learning programs to support yes. family daycare educators and homeschoolers and, and other teachers providing early learning um, for young kids. Yes. And Life Be In It thought family daycare is a wonderful opportunity for people in disadvantaged areas um, to become family daycares and work the way up to having effectively a small business job that paid um, an income commensurate with the average Australian wage. Right. So what they wanted was uh, for us all to work together um, with a program that we were rolling out and then with Life Be In It sitting alongside, mm-hmm. um, securing some government funding to help subsidise the costs of people in disadvantaged areas so that they weren't precluded from participating in the program. Fantastic. So in other words, what they're doing is setting up a bit of a fund that um, uh, people experiencing hardship or who are uh, in other disadvantaged areas can apply to see if they can access that some of that funding to help with their initial training and initial 
uh, home setup costs. That's great. And that okay. gives everyone an equal opportunity and it allows us yeah. to grow jobs in regional areas, um, starting here in the Barwon region and then uh, expanding a little bit more broadly. Awesome, awesome. Um, with the education professionals, they also have written a Cert 3 course that we have we now offer. Oh, that's um, fantastic. So, within, so people can now yes, access the course yes. through Clan. So within, within the uh, Clan group, we can yeah. take the person who's set up as a part-time provider yes. and they decide, hey, I really like this. I'd like to do this full-time. Yes. We can offer them a very, very competitively priced Cert 3 course, yeah. um, which they can do. Yes. Uh, ours is different, again, from some of the other ones that are out there and that we have two units that are specific to family daycare yes and two units that are specific to operating a small home business without going bust right uh, a lot of courses teach you um cert three but they don't tell you anything about running a small business yeah uh, so ours does so now we can we can help you through the process to get your cert three qualification mm -hmm. and clan is working to set up then affiliated approved services run by affiliated approved providers yes which means that we can place our qualified uh, students into a what's commonly called a scheme yep. so that families using them are able to then uh, get uh, full rebates That's uh, from the government. Okay, awesome. So it's a whole end-to-end so, -end, uh, process from start start to finish. That's, that's, uh, that's excellent. So here's another uh, feature I believe that either um, you can tell me is in the works or has been rolled out, but I would assume there's a portion of parents, for example, that would find themselves in a bind and need to access care last minute. Yes. And so does a system like CLAN, just for people listening or watching, does a system like CLAN have the ability for you to easily locate a provider nearby, so close to you, and then reach out and try and book in some care last minute? So let's say, for example, your care is sick. Yes. And you've got to go <laughs> to work. Can you use the system to find someone last minute? Yes, you can. I mean, I, I know it's a, an awful phrase to use, but for anyone who's used a, a system like Uber or Airbnb where uh, you have profiles of people wanting a service and people providing it, it's got a similar um, uh, a similar mechanism. Um, uh, the that's way a game changer for me. I, I think that's yeah. amazing. So what, what happens is the family sets up a profile. Uh, that profile is kept really private. Uh, no one sees it unless you as a family choose to share it with a provider of your choice. Yep. Once you've set up um, your family profile, which includes uh, some documentation, um, such as um, immunization certificates and other pieces of uh, paper that providers would typically want, it helps speed up the process enormously because you don't yep. have to spend days exchanging paperwork. Absolutely. The family has all of the necessary paperwork on their profile already for the provider to be able to access and download. Beautiful. So if you want care at a short notice, you log on. Um, you go into the system, the system detects where you are, you can use it on your mobile phone, you can use it on your laptop. Um, once it discovers where you are, it'll flash up all the providers that are in the area around you. You can then filter them out based on what your needs are, whether it's weekends or out of hours care or occasional yep. care for one or two days a week. You put in your search um, pattern, yep. if there's too many, um, and it'll filter down the ones that actually meet your, your needs. Yep. You can then scroll through them. You can look at uh, the ratings and reviews that the providers have, whether they're just providers or whether they're educators, mm -hmm. whether they can offer rebates or whether they don't offer rebates. All of that information is there. Mm -hmm. If you want to check, oh, do they really have a working with children check? You can click on the button and see for yourself that they do. Mm -hmm. You can see for yourself that they have insurance. You can see for yourself, it's all transparent. Uh, so that's all there. That's great. Um, so so now, yeah. now you say, right, okay, here's somebody that has the uh, availability. It's short notice. Um, so let, let's communicate with them. Yeah. Uh, so you begin to communicate on the channel. Um, you might arrange to um, visit. 
Uh, so you turn up, um, Clan will ask you, have you met the provider? You click yes. Have you inspected the environment and are satisfied that it's a good place for your child to be? You click yep. yes. It will then allow you to make a booking. So yeah. you can literally turn up That's amazing, and yeah. make, make the choice there and then. And the provider um, should be able to quickly get you on board because all of the paperwork is on your profile. Great. So Anything else that needs to be signed can be signed. No, that's fantastic. So we're solving the, the, the problem for someone being able to find someone, someone available to care for their child last minute. But we're also giving people who perhaps work part-time or sporadically the ability to offer care during hours when they're not working perhaps at another job in order to supplement themselves, not dissimilar to Uber, for example. Yes. So you can choose the hours when you, you can choose to work. Yeah, oh. You're not told the hours to rate, you're not told the uh, fees to charge, um, all of that is, is flexible. So we have a tagline, your child, your choice, and uh, providers also want choice. A lot of them want to be able to create little groups that are of like minds with shared yeah. values, and so they would like to be able to choose the kids that come into their care. Yeah. And so on clan, providers have the right to accept or decline uh, booking invitations. Okay, so question for you is, million dollar question, realistically, when someone wants to set themselves up on the clan system to provide care end-to-end, realistically, how long does that process take? Um, To get set up uh, without any certificate qualifications, it's a four to six week program. So I'd say six weeks. So six weeks, you're good to go. And clan will prompt you all along the journey as to what you need next, what's missing. What you need to do. Um, So we'll we'll validate and verify everything that gets uploaded to uh, contribute towards uh, your checklist. And anything that's missing will be corresponding with you to upload it. Um, through the four-week uh, program, there'll be eight sessions where you actually engage with clan trainers yes. um, and their opportunities as well to complete your profile. With, so uh, there's clan trainers you can access? and Well, all our basic trainings, yes. So yeah. the people that provide the, uh, the training courses for our Cert 3, we use uh, the same trainers to provide our basic training. And yeah. the basic training really is just a crash course of what the key elements of the Cert yeah. 3 are, particularly around home safety. If you've and got that certificate... If you've got that certificate already, it's a much smoother process. Okay, so the reason I ask that is because current providers of care who are doing this at home, yes, if they were to consider this platform, yes. would it be difficult for them to migrate from their current provider to yours or is it relatively painless? Um, well, we don't have our... Uh, we're in the process of going through to set up our own approved providers and our own approved services. And that's, yes. that's a three to six month Yes. process before they're ready so our thinking is that our, we begin to offer our training for cert three from about july or august yes um and by the time they graduate next uh, february or thereabouts uh, we would have our own providers and services set up so that they could migrate into and once they're set up existing educators can also choose to migrate into it very very quickly and That's so they could exciting. they could they could get set up like in a week if they wanted to uh, transfer into our scheme but between now and then, yeah. um, the, we are not an approved service in our own right, um, nor do we want to be. We want to create a small grassroots community-led approved services and providers. Yes. Uh, and once they're up and running, people can migrate into them. Yep. Uh, but um, between now and then, existing educators, if they leave their scheme, um, they can operate in clan, but they won't be able to offer rebates to all of the families using their services. Great. Uh, so if, if you've got a really high net worth client base, and that's not such a big issue. Mm-hmm. And then by all means, you can join. If your client base is totally dependent on subsidies, perhaps a bit too soon yet. Yeah, great. 
well, this sounds like an amazing product. I'm so proud that we've been involved with um, the building of the web application and, and to see it come to fruition and grow and grow and now to hear that you've got partnerships that are scaling the business even further is, is fantastic and a testament to Runway Geelong, I think, as well as yourself for sticking at it and really grinding through the uh, the journey that is being a startup. Oh, absolutely. Without Runway, um, <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be here. Uh, as I said, we ground to a halt once we got the price of everything yeah. that was beyond our means to do. And without the support that we got uh, since we came to Geelong, and in fact we up sticks sold the home, put uh, the rest of our money into Clan, and moved on to Geelong. We made a commitment. Oh, really? The, Fantastic. The city supported us that we would support the city, and so we're now. So you moved down from Melbourne. We moved down from uh, Wood End, which is about halfway between oh, Melbourne wow. and Bendigo. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're now settling into Geelong, getting to know some people. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, very very pleased with them. Um, yeah. Uh, the move and pleased with progress to date. And once we begin to get a bit of support, yep. uh, as I mentioned, the uh, platform is not yet complete. Yes. Uh, the minimum viable version of it is. Uh, there's a long That's way right. to go. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of features and functionality that we'd love to see built into it. But yes. um, version two or three, it'll yeah. it'll get there. Well. Um, I'm going to ask Liam a couple more questions about his um, startup journey and, and some advice in particular. But just quickly to let everyone know, for those of you wishing to check out Clan, the best thing you can do if you want to register your family or child or even register as a provider is to go to www.clan.com.au. That's right. That's the main platform. Some great explainer videos there. Yeah, there's explainer videos. There's everything else. Um, you can um, contact me uh, through that. Uh, happy yep. to talk. Um, I think my telephone number is on the website somewhere. Yeah, um, beautiful. Uh, if it isn't, we'll get it on there, mate. It, it is. It's. Uh, <laughs> we've also got a one eight hundred number, so it's one eight hundred four clan. One eight hundred four clan with two ends. Two ends. Yeah. Love it, mate. Uh, so we Love have it. that, and uh, because the platform doesn't allow us to capture a huge amount of detail, we're also running some other um, uh, landing pages. Uh, families.clan.com.au. Yeah. Okay, families.clan.com.au, and that's for that's for families to begin to register uh, around the Geelong region what their childcare needs might be. So again, yeah. the data is all private and confidential. What we're trying to do is to map where areas of demand are, where there are yeah. families that actually need some childcare. I mean, we know, for example, that there's seventeen and a half thousand uh, people in Geelong providing unpaid childcare for kids other than their own. So there must be some need out there. We've seen Channel 9, um, a current affair, had a, um, a segment recorded here in Geelong where there's lots of mums talking about uh, the, the need for childcare yep. uh, in the city. So we know they're out there. Yeah. Uh, we just need families to be able to map um, what, what the needs are and where yep. they are. Yep. Uh, and that'll help us then to uh, attract and create new providers in those areas to provide family childcare services. Yep. Uh, so the occasional care, the last minute stuff, uh, the, the things that are likely to be needed. Mm -hmm. We'll create the providers to actually All do right. that. So here's a real quick one for our audience. Um, budding startups and entrepreneurs looking to take the, take the plunge like you have. Obviously, you've come from a base of uh, professional experience in the corporate world. You've had some exposure to um, government grants and grants in particular, especially for businesses looking to seek funding. So I assume that would have helped you in a sense. But what are some of the key th skills or experience that you would recommend getting under your belt sooner rather than later if you're looking to embark upon your startup journey? So now that you've had 12 months yes. you know, real exposed to everything. One of the things I've learned over my professional career is that a successful business needs three people. And we call them a finder, a minder, and a grinder. I think I first heard these terms from working with Macquarie Bank. And your yeah. finder is the person that is the marketing. They, they go out and they pull yeah. in the sales and the customers. They know how to do all of that. 
Uh, the grinder is the people that actually build the systems, the processes, the procedures, the IT, the everything else. And the minder is more somebody with a business, um, a level-headed business uh, experience. So they, yes. they know how to balance the interests of the finders and the grinders mm-hmm. uh, and make sure that the business operates on a sound footing. So, and the, uh, so hang on, so the grinder, have we talked about the grinder? Yeah, there? the grinder is the, okay. yeah, the system, so the people like the tech right. tech people, the process so, development pr- procedures, the yes. ICT. Uh, so what you're describing is um, very rarely will you see a startup that's just a one-person one startup. I think that's... It's, Having yes. the group dynamic. You, you certainly see a lot, and I would encourage yep. people that are getting into it um, to actually um, begin to consider... Yeah, uh, getting co-founders. Or, yeah, yes, gotcha. Uh, and we looked at this um, uh, some time ago when I created my consulting firm. I used uh, uh, an equity split model uh, yep. called Pie Slicer. Yeah. Uh, and I actually give presentations on that now. It's, uh, I've got no commercial arrangement with them or anything else, but yep. having spent many, many months uh, looking for a good model, uh, Pie Slicer is one that I thought was extremely fair and equitable. How do you spell that? P I E. P I E. Slicer. Slicer or yeah. at dot com or, you? or you can no dot com. Uh, it's a US uh, based model. Um, so slicing pie, you can Google or pie slicer, you can Google. It's yep. written by a guy called Mike Moyer, uh, and that model allows you to use a bit of your equity in in your in your firm yes. to bring people on board to help you on that journey and fill in some okay. of the gaps that you have. Uh, and I would um, really encourage people, uh, absent having cash, is that they do consider. Um, using a model to use some of the equity in their business to round out their team okay. uh, to get themselves on a solid footing and yep. make themselves a lot more appealing and attractive to investors. Yep, beautiful. Okay, so it sounds like um, it's it's a, the ability to remain open, to be open to um, others getting involved, to, to compliment. Um, and if you can, um, I guess working in an incubator like Runway and utilising the mentorship the boot camp program, the access to resources can really, really help, yeah? Because yes. you, you strike me as one of the startups, because we've seen a lot of them here, you strike me as one of the startups that's utilised the, the system and, and the, the setup that's in place, but you've also taken it at your own pace. You, you appear to have really kept the pace with your business and accelerated it, uh, even though you've, you know, some people I, I reckon would come into this and be like, oh, okay, this is what I've got to do next and I'll just do that but you appear as if you've turned your startup into a business pretty quickly. Well, we, we, started, uh, we turned it into a business really at the end of the incubator. We, we gave ourselves that challenge so that by the end of the six-month period, uh, we wanted to have a business of, of some, of some uh, formality. Mm-hmm. So um, in December of last year, we launched the company, uh, yep. Clan Australia, PTY Limited, and uh, we, we said we are now open for business. And that mm-hmm. did a few things. It allows us to apply for grants because you yes. have to have an ABN, you have to have a company. Uh, it right. um, allowed us to have um, uh, equity split models. It allowed us to begin to think about employee share option type schemes. It yes. allowed us to do a whole range of things. And just having that company gave us a bit of credibility that um, yep. it were more than just an idea. Um, yeah. And also we had um, relationships with Life Be In It and education professionals. We had to create a joint venture and there's lots of legal structuring to be done. Yeah. Uh, so we, we took the decision we were just going to um, get our legal structure right uh, yep. by the end of the six months. And even though it cost a little bit of money, uh, it was an investment that was well worthwhile. Yeah, excellent. All right, well, I hope those of you watching and listening have been able to get some, um, some great tips and advice and an insight into a startup and its journey over its first 12 months, which seems like you've achieved so much. So uh, 
I'm glad that uh, we got also some exposure to see how you worked on your prototypes initially. You've released with a minimum viable product, but it appears from that you've been able to attract quite a bit of interest and involvement from others who really want to grow and partner with your business. We have one of the wonderful things about uh, the Accelerator program is that you know, with people like Amir uh, giving us some support, that builds confidence. And we now have others that have, it's been fantastic really over the last six months, the number of people who have actually contributed to the growth of our business on a sweat equity model mm-hmm. or, or uh, even just giving us some of their time on a mentoring kind of basis or just on a a uh, goodwill basis and yeah. the expectation is that they'll be rewarded down the track when we get things up and running. So we've we've found that support. We've been able to build some confidence. We've been able to build some interest. Uh, people have been fantastic. Uh, we owe so much to so many. Yeah. And it just makes us even more determined to make this work so that uh, uh, th- their uh, decisions will have been well justified. Excellent. Well, Liam McFadden, co-founder and CEO of clan.com.au. That's C-L-A-N-N.com.au. Thank you so much for your time and uh, we'll have to do this again. I can't wait to check back in with you in six months' time and find out the progression of Clan. Thank you, Brandon. (laughs) Thank you so much, Liam. Excellent. Another amazing episode here on the Team Up Show. Thanks so much to our wonderful guests. That's it for now, guys. But don't forget to rate and review us on the iTunes Store, on Stitcher and Spotify. And to get in touch with us, maybe you want to be one of our next guests or maybe you've got some suggestions for our content. We're more than happy to hear from you. You can email through at info at teamupdigital.com.au and find us across social media on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. For now, thanks so much for listening, guys, and we'll see you on the next episode.